0: Hello, and welcome to another CK Live podcast. Thank you all for being with us today. I'm Megan, your host. I hope everyone is doing well after this whole soft opening of the world. Things slowly opening back up, restaurants starting to open. It's been kind of weird for everybody. I know I'm still adjusting to being back at work. I enjoyed working from my couch and in sweats. But I do enjoy interacting with people again. You forget how much you enjoy that human contact, even if it's from six feet away. All right, today we have seminarian Troy Bodman with us. He's a senior at Conception Seminary College and a member of Christ the King Parish. He was homeschooled here in Oklahoma City and today is going to talk us a, little bit, a little bit about his experience with homeschooling since so many kids are now having the experience with being homeschooled. Please welcome Troy Bodman. How are you today?
1: I'm doing fantastic, Megan. Are you doing all
0: right? I'm doing good. Thank you. So can you tell us a little bit more about yourself?
1: Sure. Basic background stuff. I'm the youngest of seven kids. God bless my mom and dad. Um, They had their hands full. And we, so as I mentioned, we're talking a lot about homeschooling. Mm -hmm. So we did the math. And by the time I was 11, we had lived in 11 different addresses. And by the time my parents had been married 30 years, they had lived in 30 different addresses. So we moved around a lot when I was younger, which, so most of my family was homeschooled. When we moved to Oklahoma City, when I was around 11 or 12, we decided to continue homeschooling. And I'm a fan of that decision. I've greatly enjoyed it. And then as far as my vocation discernment goes, I've always kind of felt the call to be a priest. Uh, My mom would say it started when I was like three. (laughs) But uh, I would trace it more to around high school. and. Through you no know, prayer, adoration, all all the things, mm-hmm. the the tools for discernment, I applied to seminary, got accepted when I was seventeen, and my journey since I've been in seminary is it's a whole other, you know, thing for a podcast, yeah. but <laughs> it's been very good for me and yeah we'll stop we'll stop there for All right, info. well that's
0: good um, so you mentioned um, Traveling a lot, around a lot, so was it easier to be homeschooled when you guys moved all this a lot?
1: Absolutely. I mean, we would be in a place for seven months, oh, maybe, wow. mm-hmm. and then leave. So, we'd be lucky if we stayed in a place long enough for a semester, much less a. Oh, wow.
0: Yeah, that full is that year. is a quick move. Yeah, I can see why homeschooling <laughs> would be much easier. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, likely. since you've been homeschooled, um, what was what were the kind of things that were similar to like a typical school or different?
1: Sure. Well, I've to be fair. Bi- you know, I'll admit the bias that I've never been to public school yeah. or private school, but I've had several friends. I dated a girl who went to uh, Putnam City North. Um, so I can draw from, from their experiences. And different-wise would be the schedule. Because when you're homeschooled, uh, or home educated, my family likes to say. I
0: like that way. I like that name.
1: Yeah, it works <laughs> works a lot better. Yeah. And there's a story behind it, but whatever.
0: You're welcome to share that
1: too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, real quick. When my, f- okay. <laughs> when my family first started getting into homeschooling, there was very much the stereotype, like there still is, of homeschoolers who still had to wear like polos and slacks and were very cloistered and mm-hmm. sequestered away from the rest of the world. And we didn't want that, so we called ourselves uh, home educated. Gotcha. Um, and, like, it spread wherever we went. So the cool guys who are homeschooled
0: <laughs> home call ed- them home educators. <laughs> gotcha. <Yeah. laughs> that's so, cool. I like that.
1: <laughs> that's, the, uh, that's the brand we stuck.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And so when you're home educated, you have a lot more freedom mm-hmm. to pursue the things that interest you. And, you know, I had to take the things like math and... Right physics and oh, number of <laughs> things that go way above my head, uh-huh. but I also got to delve really deep into uh, history and literature and theology. Mm-hmm. I, I absolutely, like, in the morning, I would either read Calvin and Hobbes or <laughs> um, Beginning Apologetics.
0: Oh, wow. That's so, a big difference. <laughs> <laughs> one of
1: the two, whatever happened to me yeah. closest. Um, so... And that that that's one big difference is it's learn at your own pace. Mm-hmm. So when I was a, it's also hard to say grade year uh-huh. because when I was what would normally be considered a junior, I was taking college level English oh, wow. and freshman mm-hmm. level math. Dang, yeah. Um, so it's hard to say what year it is. Um, yeah,
0: so that's cool. Yeah. I almost think that would have been worked well for me. I'm very artistic, and so mm-hmm. I feel like I would have functioned well. Not that I didn't take art classes in high school. I took my senior year, I think I had four art classes, and I <laughs> totally didn't take science any longer because I didn't have to. It was wonderful. I'm into that. <laughs> so um, what are some of the things you enjoyed most about being homeschooled? Or home educated, I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> home education, yeah. <laughs> what did I enjoy? Again, I really enjoyed doing things at my own pace. And there is one stereotype among homeschoolers that we get up at like the crack of nine o'clock in the morning, (laughs) um, do school in our PJs, and then goof off like any time after one o'clock. And that is totally true. Uh, (laughs) It's exactly what I did. Uh And I very enjoyed it. And then like afternoons, I would, this is a very unique joy Uh to homeschooling, is going to the mall, with your homeschooled friends, and they're not being, like, anybody else there.
0: Yeah, that would be a good time to go to the mall, because nobody would be there. Yeah. Exactly,
1: like, 2 to 4 o'clock is an excellent time Yeah. to go see a movie or whatever, or go mm-hmm. to the park. Mm-hmm. So, my friends would do that.
0: That sounds like fun, um, yeah. Like, normal teenage stuff, like our, most kids do, yeah. Exactly. They just have to do it after school instead of during school. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. And then, if I wanted to do work at, like, 9 o'clock at night, then I could do that, too. It's it's very flexible.
0: That is nice. I think that, I, that is really nice. I think it's better. I almost think sometimes you learn better when you have a more flexible schedule. And Different Absolutely. people learn differently, but I think some people would benefit from that. Um, yeah, definitely. All right. So I know that we were talking about there's lots of – you said you also did normal activities and stuff like that. So there's lots of co-ops and stuff similar to that. You, did you ever participate in stuff like that or like after-school activities, I guess? or school activity, normal activities like sports or whatever, <laughs> or yeah. clubs and stuff like that.
1: Yes. So, I did when I got to high school, I started going to co-ops because at that point my mom was getting out class. <laughs> I was delving into things that she had no experience with. So, the way a co-op works for those who are unfamiliar is it's a, a bunch of Usually parents of homeschooled children, but really anybody who wanted to, who had experience with the subject, would get together. Uh, so like on Monday, my co-op met on Monday, and it would be what I think is a normal class schedule, with mm-hmm. divided into periods and the different subjects, yeah, whatever. Yeah, pretty much, yep. So I would go to those for the subjects that I couldn't teach myself yeah. and my mom couldn't teach me. And... I mean, those would be an all-day thing. So my Mondays were, were pretty booked, and I think normal in, yeah. the, in the grand scheme of things. But there were there were so many opportunities for you know, extracurricular things. Mm-hmm. A lot of my friends were in band, and I can't play an instrument to save my life. <laughs> Neither can I. Don't uh, worries. <laughs> yeah, glad I'm not alone there. Um, the things like I did soccer. I did baseball, which actually wasn't just homeschooled, it was a lot of guys, mm-hmm. and I was a big theater geek, I met a lot of people through that, golf, choir, really, I mean chess, there, there's...
0: So there were lots of opportunities for like extracurricular activities, I can't say that word today. apparently. <laughs> no, that's a hard one. Yeah, it is a hard one. <laughs> um,
1: yes, there, there's more there there's ample opportunity
0: i think that's great yeah um you mentioned sports a story came to mind um a friend of my parents told us this story one time somebody you knew i think was coaching a basketball team and they were supposed to play a group of students that were all homeschooled and i thought well this will be super easy because they're all homeschool kids they're not on like cause they don't go to school together so they, you know different things And um, two of the players on the team ended up being Blake and Taylor Griffin. (laughs) 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 And apparently they lost. I would
1: imagine so. Yeah.
0: (laughs) But I think it's funny how there's stories like that about different – and I think that's really neat that there's stuff available, um, things like that. Um, So I'm sure you're aware that there's a lot of um, kids who have now been experiencing homeschool for the first time after the whole quarantine thing. Um, what's some advice that you could maybe give them?
1: Wow, well, I'm, I'm sure at this point, schools it is almost like
0: cl- closing to an end, yeah, sure. So maybe we needed this podcast in March. <laughs>
1: yeah, we'll just go back in time and publish it then, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> advice I would say, enjoy it,
0: uh huh.
1: Like, there is so much freedom involved. My so, just a quick story my dad. Is still working from home and Zoom meetings and whatever. And a lot of the people that work under him are complaining that, like, you know, their kids, they're getting all their school done by one, but, like, they're supposed to work for another four hours. Yeah. And my dad, who has been, you know, the principal, uh-huh. if you will, of our homeschool, I said, if they get done by one, that's great. Yeah. Let them goof off. Let them uh-huh. be kids. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Let them be kids, especially the younger ones. There's no reason to be sequestered in a brick building from
0: kind of four.
1: So I would say enjoy the freedom. Take the time to learn something new if Mm -hmm. you're getting through it.
0: Yeah, I think that was one of the things. At least I saw a lot of ideas about learning something new and doing something new. I know one of the parents I talked to, but this was shortly after the quarantine started. She was saying that... Her daughter always had wanted to be homeschooled and I guess changed her mind when her mom was her teacher. <laughs> <But> <laughs>
1: sure. Uh, homeschooling is certainly not for everybody. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, but there's, uh, there's so much freedom and the ability to, to excel
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, with uh, home education.
0: Yeah, and I think that's important too. Is that some it works for some, it doesn't work for others. But I think it's mm-hmm. I think it's great that it works so well for you and that you enjoyed it so yeah. much.
1: I I was blessed in that regard. Yeah.
0: Um. Do you have any plans for this summer? Or
1: yes. So on May twenty fifth, I'm going to leave Christ the King. I know for a little bit, <laughs> and I'm going to go down to Blessed Sacrament uh, Parish in Lawton, and I'll be uh, the pastors there. Uh, I'll be his assistant for the summer. Who's and the then
0: pastor down there?
1: Father Brian Bittner. Oh,
0: yes. Well, it
1: is until July 1st, and oh. then everything's changing, oh. and it's going to be uh, Father John Paul Lewis. Oh,
0: okay.
1: And so, quick plug-in as well. I will also be the director of the Quo Vadis Days retreat, which is at the end of the summer, and it is a discernment retreat for young men, high school through uh, through college, who are discerning what God's plan for them is in their life, whether it's marriage, religious life, or the priesthood. So I would definitely there'll be more information coming about that later. But I
0: think that's awesome. I think that's great. I think that's a wonderful summer yeah, planned. I'm very so excited. yeah, it sounds awesome. Well, thank you so much for being with us today. No problem. Thank uh-huh. you, Megan. All right, tune in next time for another CK Life podcast.